Hello everyone, I'm Jerry Savell. Thank you for joining me today. It's an honor and a privilege to have you watch our broadcast. And thank you for all of those of you who communicate with us and let us know that the messages that you're receiving through this broadcast are helping you, inspiring you, and encouraging you. Today I'm going to take you into the Southwest Believers Convention, sponsored by Kenneth Copeland Ministries, conducted here in Fort Worth back in July of this year. I had the privilege of being one of the speakers, along with Brother Copeland, his wife Gloria, Jesse DePlantis, Bill Winston, Creflo Dollar, and Keith Moore. What a lineup. And it was such a powerful meeting. And today, I'm going to take you into the service that I ministered entitled, Redeemed and Restored. Christ has redeemed us. Not only has He redeemed us, but He has made provision for everything Satan has stolen to be restored. So I want you to watch this very closely. Get your Bible notebook out if you can, and listen and watch, because this message can change your life. Now let's go to Psalm 103 once again. Psalm 103. You're all familiar with this. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Well, maybe we ought to stop and do that right now. Praise God. Bless the Lord. Amen. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Hallelujah. Anybody got a reason to bless the Lord today? You got breath in your lungs. There's a good start. So he says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Now the message translation says, don't forget a single blessing. Don't forget a single blessing. So there are many blessings that covenant people are entitled to. So say, I'm a covenant person. I'm, a covenant person. I'm entitled to covenant blessings. I'm entitled to covenant. Every one of them one belong, of them. To, me. belong to me. Can you say amen? amen. You're not, you, there, there's not a blessing that God has provided that does not belong to you. You have just as much opportunity or you have just as much right to walk in the favor of God as I do. Amen. Amen. The only difference in me, I have a revelation of the right to walk in the favor of God, and I expect it every day of my life. And it shows up every day of my life. Hallelujah. Amen. So, notice here, bless the Lord, and don't forget His benefits. Don't forget a single blessing. And then he goes on to say, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Now, let me get to the part I want to talk about. Forget not all his benefits. Don't forget a single blessing. So these are covenant blessings, and they belong to every covenant person. Now, they're listed as, number one, forgiveness. Number two, healing. Number three, deliverance from destruction. And where it says, he crowns thy, thee with loving kindness and tender mercy, that's favor. 
So number four would be favor. Number five, he satisfies our lives with good things. Hallelujah. That's a covenant blessing. He satisfies your life with good things. So we, we look at these benefits once again, forgiveness, healing, deliverance from destruction, favor. He satisfies our lives with good things. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm supposed to have good things. Say, there's nothing wrong with that. That was weak. Say it again. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, the only thing God asked is remember it was the Lord thy God who gave it to you. Give him all the glory for it. Give him all the credit for it. Amen. That's all he's asking. Amen. And then verse five says, not only does he satisfy our lives with good things, but he renews our youth as the eagles. Renewed strength and vigor, praise God. Now, the rest of the sermon, all you young people are welcome to listen, but the rest of my sermon is for senior citizens. <laughs> look at verse 5 once again. Many Bible scholars believe that who satisfy thy mouth with good things, that that's not properly translated. From the literal Hebrew, it's worded like this. Even in your, <clears throat> excuse me, even in your advanced age, you will be satisfied because of good things with which God supplies you. Do you hear that? Let me say it again. Even in your advanced age, you will be satisfied because of the good things with which God supplies you. All right, now listen to this. Here's the way this should have been translated. Even in your advanced age, you will be satisfied because of the good things with which God supplies you. Now, I've noticed that many people, when they start getting older, they start allowing a poverty mentality to come into their lives. Do you hear what I said? They start thinking like misers. You know what the word miser comes from? Miserable. They start thinking like misers. They become fearful that they aren't going to have enough. They don't take care of themselves like they used to. Is my mic off? I'm not getting any response. I must have touched a nerve here. <clears throat> They're not as generous in their giving as they once were. But here it tells us that one of our covenant blessings is, even in your advanced age, you will be satisfied because of the good things with which God supplies you. Now, we either believe this or we don't. All of you that are 
advancing in age, you still believe you're forgiven, don't you? You still believe you're healed, don't you? You still believe that you have his favor, don't you? You still believe that he delivers you from destruction, don't you? Then why can't you believe that he can satisfy you when you're advanced in age? Well, back then, Brother Jerry, I had a job. Oh, I forgot. Your job was your source. See, I'm retired now. I don't have a job. Oh, your job was your source. And all this time I thought God was. So we can believe in all these other benefits, but we stop when it comes to advanced age. I'm not supposed to be any less blessed at 70 than I was at 35. Amen. I'm not supposed to experience any less prosperity and increase at 70 than I did at 40. In fact, there's a, a psalm that says, even in old age, they will still flourish, thrive. But here the Bible says that God's plan is for us to have just as much supply in advanced age as we did when we were young. Can you say amen? Now, what I'm going to talk about here, remember it's the great breaking loose? We're going to get loosed from wrong thinking and wrong believing. Wrong thinking and wrong believing. Now, if you're not advanced in age, grab hold of this now so you won't have to deal with some, what some of these others are dealing with. Amen. As I said, I'm going to be 70 this year and I'm not thinking in terms of retire. I'm, I'm not weaker. In fact, I got more energy right now than I think I've ever had in my life. Praise God. In fact, I don't know too many people on my staff that can keep up with me and they're all younger than me. Most all of them are. Amen. I still do, oh, five or six motorcycle tours every year. Well, we go and we ride about 200 miles every day and then I get off that bike and go preach in a meeting every night and get up the next morning and head out again at 8 o'clock that morning or 9 o'clock at the latest and ride another 200 miles and get off that bike and preach again that night and pray for people, minister to people and get up the next morning and start the same thing. And a lot of the guys that ride with us, they're worn out just from the riding. And they're younger than me. You know that little rabbit, that little bunny? They got that from me. I'm Jerry, go ye, Savelle. Amen. Praise God. So why can't we believe that when we're advancing in age that God can't still take care of us, increase us, prosper us, just as he did when we were younger? Amen. If you're, if you're a senior citizen and you've uh, noticed that you're thinking in terms of 
of um, cutting back and slowing down and can't afford this and can't afford that. Okay. <laughs> so satisfying us when we're advancing in age is just as much one of our covenant blessings as walking in his favor, being forgiven, being redeemed from destruction. So why don't we believe for that? Can you say this? Or say, can you say amen? amen? Say this with me. No matter how old I get, no how old God I will take care of me. Care say it again. No matter how old I get, God will take care of me. Now, the second part of that verse says, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The eagle is a bird that enjoys unusually vigorous longevity. Everybody say longevity. So that's one of our covenant blessings, longevity. Amen? Longevity. I'm not supposed to die at 40. You know, my dad tried to die on me at 57 years old with heart disease. His dad died at 66 with heart disease. I didn't know the word when my grandfather was dying, but I knew the word when my dad was. I wouldn't let him die. And he lived another 15 years, praise God. Amen. We're not supposed to die at 40. We're not supposed to die at 50. We're supposed to have longevity. That's part of our covenant blessing. Look at your neighbor and say, longevity belongs to me. Can you say amen? On average, the eagle lives from 20 to 50 years. There have been cases where eagles have lived to be 100. There was one case reported in Vienna, Austria, where an eagle lived to be 104 years old. He must have known Psalm 103 and the others didn't. <laughs> the idea behind this verse is this. Those who walk with the Lord and learn how to live in their covenant benefits will possess a spirit of vigor and will continue to soar in life just as the majestic eagle. Can I say that again? Those who walk with the Lord and learn how to live in their covenant benefits will possess a spirit of vigor and will continue to soar in life just as the majestic eagle. Now, vigor means <clears throat> strength of body and mind. Write that down. Vigor means strength of body and mind. It means to be full of energy. Lively. I don't think old. I said, I don't think old. Look, all you seniors look at somebody and say, I don't think old anymore. Amen. So once again, vigor means strength of body and mind. Now keep that in your thinking. Strength of body and Mind. Everybody say mind. mind. It means to be full of energy. It means lively, active, and thriving. We're supposed to be energetic. 
and lively and active and thriving at advanced age. Amen. Amen. We shouldn't be thinking rocking chairs. Lively, energetic, active, thriving. This means that we don't have to accept the world's mentality about getting older. Can you say amen? amen? Once again, Brother Copeland will be 80 years old this year, and he doesn't act like he's slowing down in the least. In fact, when I'm watching Brother Copeland preach, it reminds me when I first met him 47 years ago. He's preaching like that man 47 years ago. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, the world says that when we get older, <clears throat> that our eyes should grow dim. Our eyesight should fade. We shouldn't be able to read without glasses and all that kind of thing. But the Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 34, verse 7, Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eye was not dim, nor his natural force abated. The New English translation says, nor had his vitality departed. His vitality had not departed. Now, I love the message translation. He still walked with a spring in his step. <laughs> he still walked with a spring in his step. Hallelujah. And the Bible tells us in Hebrews 8, 6, that Jesus is the mediator of a better covenant, which was established upon better promises. So how much more should this be working for us? Can you say amen? amen? The truth is, we're not tapping into all that belongs to us. Years ago, because of my uh, association with Brother Copeland, when I first uh, went to work with him, he had a little Skylane, Cessna Skylane at that time, and I got to fly in it with him on occasions. And then he got a Cessna 310, and I got to fly with him to various places from time to time. And, of course, flying with him and just watching him, that, that got a hold of me. I wanted to learn to fly. And so I, was, uh, I, I took lessons, and uh, I'll never forget the day I soloed. That was a fun day. I called Brother Copeland and said, I soloed today. They cut the tail of my shirt, tail off, and pinned it on the wall, you know, like they do tra traditionally and down at the FBO. And, and uh, boy, it was a great day. And so eventually I hired my flight instructor so that uh, everywhere I went to preach, I could log the time. So I'd be in the left seat, he'd be in the right seat, and I'm logging time. And uh, I noticed one night I was coming back, I'd preached in Oklahoma City, and we were coming back, and I kept my plane out at Meacham Field. And we were <clears throat> coming back, and uh, I'm looking out there, and it's nighttime, and of course, lights, <clears throat> excuse me, all over Fort Worth. And I'm having trouble finding the airport. Everything got blurry. And uh, I closed my eyes and, and opened them again. It's still kind of blurry. Distance was blurry. And so finally, you know, uh, it kind of cleared up and everything was fine. We landed safely and all that. But I, I got to noticing that distance became blurry to me. 
Well, I had a friend in Tennessee and I was going up to do a meeting and he, he wanted to examine my eyes. And he said, well, you, you need glasses for distance. And so I got glasses for distance. So when I would fly or when I'd drive or ride a motorcycle, you know, for distance. So I was having to buy prescription sunglasses and, and, and all of that. Well, over the years, I began confessing my eyesight improving. Now, last year, last December, I had to go renew my driver's license. And my driver's license had a restriction on it for glasses. So if I got stopped and, you know, the police looked at my license and I didn't have my glasses on. He saw I had a restriction. You know, he could ticket me for that. But I kept telling Carolyn, I don't need glasses anymore. In fact, I put those glasses on and I can't see as well without them as I can uh, with them as I can without them. I don't need glasses anymore. So I went to take my driver's exam. Now, I was 69 and I went to take my driver's test, you know, and they make you do the, the eyesight part. And uh, so I walked up there to that machine and got ready to look in there and read. And she said, uh, where's your glasses? I said, I didn't bring them. She said, well, you have a restriction. You have to wear glasses. I said, I don't need them. She said, you're 69. <laughs> Everybody at 69 needs glasses. I said, not me. She said, you can read that? I said, yes. And I read the smallest print. She said, there's something wrong with this chart. She took it out and she put another one in. <laughs> read that one. I read it. She said, have you memorized this? I said, I haven't been here in 10 years. <laughs> she took it out and put another one in. And I read it. She said, I'm giving you a driver's license without any restrictions. Amen. My eyesight is better now, and I'm about to turn 70 than it was when I was 35. Hallelujah. Not only that, I don't even need glasses for reading. Just call me Jerry Moses. Folks, why don't we just go ahead and tap into all of our covenant rights? You know I've learned how to tap into the favor of God. I, I, am, I am an expert in that area. Well, why not tap into all of our covenant rights? And praise God, I am not supposed to slow down nor be less supplied in advanced age as I was when I was younger. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a good shout if you believe it. Amen.
It's time for you to start rejoicing. Has your life been devastated in some way? Are you under attack in your marriage, your family, your health, or finances? Well, now is not the time to give up. In the book, From Devastation to Restoration, Jerry Savelle teaches that you don't have to be discouraged. You don't have to feel hopeless or overwhelmed. You have the greater one on the inside of you, and he is more than capable of turning a devastating situation into restoration. In the three-CD teaching, Redeemed and Blessed, you can learn how God's redemptive plan is complete and perfect, covering every area of our lives. Redemption all started at the cross. This powerful series will give you a better and more complete understanding of the importance of the cross and Jesus' victorious resurrection. Don't wait. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request the Redeemed and Restored Package complete with From Devastation to Restoration and the three-CD teaching Redeemed and Blessed. You are a candidate for restoration. Start laying hold of this revelation today. You know, the reason we produce these resources is because they're faith-building. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. The more you listen the more you read these resources, the more you're going to be encouraged that your faith will overcome the world. You know, when you know that your faith works, then praise God, it builds such confidence that you can live in victory. I know that's what happened to me many years ago. I didn't know any of these things, but someone put together resources, books and tapes, as we called them back then. And as a result of it, it caused me to begin to learn the Word of God, learn how to put it to work in my life, learn how to act on it, and my life was never to be the same. I live in victory today. There was a time I lived in defeat, but I live in victory today because somebody put together resources that I could get my hands on and listen to them and read them over and over again until it built such confidence that I have a right to live in total victory. And that's why we put these resources together. This one is entitled Redeemed and Blessed, three CDs. What does it mean to be redeemed and how do you walk in the blessing of God? You'll learn those things in these CDs. And then my book entitled From Devastation to Restoration. Some of you may have the first edition. This is a revised version. Same material, just revised. And I know that it is faith building, and life changing. So these products are available and I encourage you to order them right now. Do it while it's fresh on your mind. All you have to do is just order from the information you see on your screen right now. You can go to our website or you can call or you can write or whatever is most convenient for you. But order them right now so that we can get them to you. You can get them in your home, begin to listen to them, begin to read the book. And I'm telling you, it'll change your life forever. And don't forget, those of you that are in our area, December the 11th, Richard Roberts will be here with a healing service, and it's going to be powerful. The last time he was with us, a lot of healings took place, and I know it's going to be even greater this time. So come out to Heritage of Faith and join us right here in Crowley, Texas. Thank you for watching today. We're going to be back next week continuing this message on Redeemed and Restored, and we'll see you then. Until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world next week. Deuteronomy chapter 28, those first 13 verses, all those blessings belong to you just as much as they belong to Abraham. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? And once again, don't forget a single one. No, come on. Don't leave one of them out. They're all yours. Amen.